The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Today's game is brought to you by Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers at 866-219-0672. And in part by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. The Mount St. Joseph University. And Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati. Call 513-579-0010. Mount St. Joseph University College Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Lions game. It's basketball time from Earlham College. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Game one of our doubleheader here this afternoon as the Earlham Quakers entertain the Mount St. Joseph Lions. In this first game, it'll be the women's contest, and the Mount St. Joseph Lions come in with a record of 7-15, and and they are 6-9 and in the Heartland Conference. As far as Earlham is concerned, they come in with a record of 6-16 and overall, and they are 5-10 and in the Heartland Conference, just one game behind the Lions in the conference. The Lions are in a three-way tie for the fourth spot in the conference with Bluffton and Defiance, and that is going to be taken care of over the next three ball games today, Wednesday, and next Saturday at Anderson. This one should be a good one. These two teams met on December the 7th at Mount St. Joseph, and Earlham came away with a three-point win, 60-57. to Let's pause now for our national anthem. In just, in just a second. It's a decent crowd here for the first game of the afternoon doubleheader. And let's take a look at the starting lineups for today and what we anticipate will be the starting lineup for the Earlham Quakers as it is not posted as of yet. So let's check out the starters for the visiting Mount St. Joseph Lions who come in with a record of 3-9 and nine on the season. 
on the road this year. They will start their usual starting five. Chloe Jansen will be at the point guard this afternoon, number 24. Jansen, a 5'7 freshman, averaging just under 11 points per ball game. At the other guard will be Jaleel Fair-Harris. Fair-Harris is number five. She's a 5'6 junior, averaging 5.8 points per ball game. Maddie Haberthy will be at a forward spot today. She's number three, a 5'5 junior, back in the starting lineup. Leading scorer for the Lions, averaging 17.6 per ball game. She's number three. At the middle will be number 44, Aaliyah Huff. Huff, a six-foot junior, averaging 6.7 points per ball game. And at the other forward will be Haley Scott, number 33, averaging four points per ball game. She is a 5'7 sophomore. So it will be Jansen, Huff, Haberthy, Fair Harris, and Scott for Dan Benjamin in his sixth year. 48 wins, 102 defeats. He is assisted by Abby Fechter and Blake Benjamin. Now for the Earl and Quakers. We are anticipating the seniors starting for them, and it looks like that is what it's going to be. Amy Weisner will start at one guard. She's number four, a 5'7 senior. She had 18 in the first contest. She will be at one guard. Cameron White will be at the other guard, a 5'6 senior. White, number 10, she's averaging 7.5 points per ball game. At the forwards will be Kyra Joseph, number 34, again a 5'7 senior, averaging 4.5 points per ball game. Another senior starting here this afternoon will be Zoe Curtis, although she usually starts. Curtis, a 5'10 senior, averaging 7 points and 4 rebounds per ball game. And... The final senior in the middle will be number 50, Maddie Crodell. Crodell, a 5'11 senior, averaging three points per ball game. So it will be Kyra Joseph, Zoe Curtis, Cameron White, Amy Wisner, and Maddie Crodell starting for Shauna Watson in her third year. 21 wins against 52 career defeats. And where we are perched at this afternoon, which is in one of the hospitality rooms here at Earlham, Unfortunately, I've had a lot of obstructions in my career, folks, doing play-by-play. I've got balloons right in front of me pointing out towards the floor. So this one might be interesting. It's Curtis and Huff in the center circle. Tip is controlled to the Lions in the backcourt, and we are underway here at Earlham. Lions going from right to left across your computer screen with the basketball. Jansen tried to kick it over into the right corner to Maddie Haberthy from the left baseline and she threw it out of bounds and now immediately Shauna Watson is going to make substitutions after that first turnover. Trinity McClendon will come into the ball game. So McClendon has checked in and also into the contest. Let's check and see if we can pick that up. As Wisner has the basketball into the left corner, and it goes to a CC at Tennant. Tennant's going to put it up from the right side. No good. Rebound saved and bounced right into Tennant's hands. Tennant gets it off to McClendon. Top of the key for the three. Rimmed it in and out. No good. And Maddie Haberthy will take down the rebound for the Lions. She gets it up the floor into the front court. Brings it up the right-hand side. Kicks it into the left corner to Scott. Now to Fair Harris at the left wing. Man-to-man defense put on by Erlen. Fair Harris with the basketball. 15 on the shot clock. Top of the key. Bounce pass to Huff. Right elbow. Huff is going to hand it off to Haberthy. She'll drive right of the lane. Kick it back off to Harris and threw it by her. But it was knocked out of bounds by Cameron White. And it will stay with Mount St. Joseph. Eight on the shot clock. Putting the ball in play will be Jansen. 
on the far side in the front court. Does it? Inbounds it to Harris. Harris drives right of the lane, spins into the lane, kicks it off to Huff in the key from 17. No good. And the rebound taken down by McClendon. She'll bring it up on the break across the timeline into the front court on the left-hand side to Tennant. Now gets it on the right-hand side to White, who dribbles over the left-hand side to Tennant, left wing. Bounce pass to McClendon in the key. McClendon hands it off on the run to Wisner. Put up a shot on the run in the key. No good. And the rebound, Haley Scott, as she dishes it off right away to Haberthy. Haberthy will lead the break up the floor. We're scoreless just a minute and a half into this ball game. Haberthy left of the front court. Maddie with the basketball. Dribbles on the right-hand side. Kicks it off underneath the huff. Ball knocked free, but picked up by Harris and gets it back off to Jansen. Ten on the shot clock. Jansen near the left sideline. Spins to her left. Now she's going to drive all the way to the hole. Lay it up with the left hand. Good. Jansen with her first two of the ball game. And the Lions lead it initially two to nothing. Into the front court, Erwin. They hand the ball off to Wisner on the right-hand side to Tennant. Right of the lane, it goes to Curtis. Now back over to Wisner. Put up a shot, blocked out of the air by Huff, and gets it off to Jansen. Great defensive play by Aaliyah Huff. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Haberty. Pops the 15-footer left wing off the front iron. Nope. And McClendon grabs her second rebound of the afternoon. Into the front court, the Quakers get the ball to Wisner, left of the lane, and putting it up and no good is Zoe Curtis, and a foul is going to be called against the Lions with 7.33 left to go in the first quarter. And that foul's on Chloe Jansen. Jansen's been playing a lot lately in foul trouble. Wisner's out of the ball game for Earlham, and so is Cameron White into the contest is Neely Trenshaw. Trenshaw, the 5'6 freshman. She's into the contest. Going line right, Zoe Curtis drills the first one. She's shooting 68% from the stripe on the year. Scored seven, excuse me, scored just one in the first encounter. She's averaging seven points per ball game. Put that one up and in. So she's got two and knots the ball game up at two apiece. Full court pressure put on by the Quakers. Jansen looking to put it in play. Does the Haberthy right back to Jansen who stepped right in on the baseline. Brings it across the timeline all the way to the hole. She'll take it. Kick it off into the left corner to Scott for the three. Hit the front iron. No good. Rebound taken down by Maddie Haberthy. She'll dribble it out of a crowd and get it out between the circles to Mackenzie Markham who's into the ball game. Markham gets it on the left sideline to Jansen. Jansen, double team, gets it off to Huff in the lane. Over in the right corner to Haberthy, seven on the shot clock. Haberthy, right wing for the long three, hit the front iron, no. Rebound, Scott right back up and in. Boy, a nice rebound by Haley Scott, and she gives the Lions the lead again at four to two. Erlen, right away, gets it up in the front court. On the left-hand side, Trenshaw. Trenshaw gets it off to Tennant. Tennant. On the left-hand side, goes to Trenshaw, put it up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Kayla Bowling. Bowling gets it off the tenant, dribbles into the right block, and now back out to the link, and over to McClendon. McClendon gets the basketball now to Kayla Bowling. Bowling back to tenant, into the right corner, and it goes to Trenshaw. Trenshaw back door on Curtis. Curtis put it up, and she walked with the basketball before she could get rid of the shot. Dalton is coming into the ball game for the Lions. Carly Dalton checks into the contest. And also into the ball game now for Earlham is Kyra Joseph. Into the front court comes Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy with the basketball between the circles. 
into the left corner, gets the ball off to Jansen to the left elbow, spins it back out front, and backs it off into the right-hand side to Jansen. Jansen with the basketball, now top side, kicks it off underneath the huff, and then she threw it right past Dalton and out of bounds. And checking into the ball game now is Maddie Crodell. Crodell started, and Zoe Curtis is going to get a breather. So Crodell is back into the ball game. Six minutes to go in this first quarter of action. Earlham with the basketball, and they go on the right-hand side to Neely. Neely Trenshaw. Trenshaw gets it off to Crodell, kicks it off into the left-hand corner to Bowling. Bowling dribbles up to the left elbow, stops, pops it from the free-throw line, 14 feet away, no good, and the rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen will bring it up from right to left, behind the back dribble, now stops at the left wing, kicks it on the right wing to Dalton. Look for the three, she's going to drive all the way to the hole, throws up a five-foot floater, no good, got her own rebound, kicks it back out to Huff, and over to Jansen, and now the Lions are going to use a timeout with 5.24 remaining to go in this first quarter. Your score, it is Mount St. Joseph 4 and Earlham 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, unfortunately, it appears that the stats are not working here this afternoon, so we will have to keep them up here. So we won't be quite as accurate as we would be if we were getting the official stats here today. Right now, your score, though, we do know that one. It is 4-2. to two. Mount on top of it with 5.24 remaining to go. In this first quarter of action, Dan Benjamin using a 30-second timeout. Of course, the media timeout comes around the four-minute mark, so he'll get another one there. Putting it in play will be Jansen underneath her own bucket to the left of us, to the right of the bucket. Jansen lobs it out front. It goes to Haberthy between the circles. She lost the handle, but regains control of it and gets it over on the right side to Jansen. Jansen out near the center circle, crossover dribble to the left wing, gets it to Dalton, who dribbles off to Huff and then tried to feed it to Huff on a bounce pass, and it was kicked out of bounds by Irwin. Amy Weisner will check to the scorer's table now, and Tennant will leave the ball game. Shot clock will reset to 20 on the kicked ball. Jansen putting it in play on the far side, just to the left of the scorer's table near the Erland bench, inbounds the basketball to Mackenzie Markham, right back to Jansen near the right sideline, out near the timeline. Jansen with the left-hand dribble to the left-hand side of the front court, spins to her right, gets it off to Markham on the left sideline. Markham dribbles to the free-throw line, kicks it off into the right corner to Dalton, back to Markham, three on the shot clock, now to Mandy Haberthy, drives the lane, threw it up, no, and a foul is going to be called right as she let the shot go before the 30-second shot clock expired. And Maddie will go line left, shooting two. Foul called on the play against Kayla Bowling, and that is her first and the team's first here in the first quarter of play. And Haberthy will go line left. We told you that she missed the game on Wednesday night because of the flu, and she's back today and hits the free throw, her first point of the afternoon. Going to the stripe, shooting 81% from there. 
4.51 remaining to go in the first quarter. Haberthy, the second one, hits it again. She's got two in the ball game. Lions lead by four. Huff is out of the ball game for the Lions, and Rachel Moody has come in to take the place. Lions shorthanded today. Cameron McCool not with the team as she is with the softball team today. With the basketball, Weisner on the left-hand side, Trenshaw. Trenshaw dumps it underneath, got it back to Weisner, laid it up and in. Amy Weisner with her first two, and it's six to four, four and a half minutes to go in this first quarter as Jansen, with the lead in the ball, brings it across. Jansen bounce pass left of the circle. And it goes to Haley Scott. Scott on the left wing to Markham. Markham back out front to Chloe Jansen. Jansen between the circles, 12 on the shot clock. Gets a pick from Scott, dribbles to the top of the key to the line, and a foul is going to be called. And the foul will be against Earlham, and that is going to be their second team foul, and the foul is committed by Trenshaw. That is her first. Inbounds pass made to Haberthy. Haberthy, 16 on the shot clock as a reset to 20. To Jansen on the left wing. She's going to drive left and lane. Kick it off to Haberthy. Left corner for the long three. Hit the front iron short. And the rebound taken down by McClendon. She's got three rebounds so far in the ball game. Gets it up the floor on the left-hand side to Weisner. Drives left baseline left. Put up the shot. No, but she's fouled heading to the hole by Haley Scott. So the foul on Scott, her first. And that's the second against the Lions as a team. Back into the ball game is Tennant and White. And leaving the contest. In the contest is Cameron White. So going line right is Amy Weisner. And Weisner puts it up and it is no good. She goes to the line shooting 69%. Second one from line right for the senior. Put it up and in. She's got three in the ball game and draws Erlem to within a point at six to five, three fifty-three left to go. Putting the ball in play, Jansen gets it into Haberthy, double teamed in the corner against the full court pressure. Back to Jansen and Chloe will break it herself. She's going to take it all the way to the hole, lay it up. No, and a blocking foul is going to be called on Crodell as she bumped into Jansen, heading to the bucket. And that will be on Maddie Crodell, her first third against Erlem as a team. Lions came into the ballgame shooting 70% from the line as a team, and Jansen, shooting 72% herself, misses the front end. 3.44 remaining to go in the first quarter. Jansen line left, trying to give the Lions a two-point lead, and does. She's got three in the ballgame. Lions lead by two, 7-5. to five. Into the front court comes Erla. Weisner with the basketball to McClendon on the right-hand side. It goes to White. White top side back to Weisner. Underneath pass knocked free and out of bounds by Haley Scott. And it will stay with Earlham underneath their own bucket. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Zoe Curtis back into the ballgame as Crodell leaves. Weisner puts it in play right of her own bucket. Inbounds it out to Tennant who's back into the contest. Now to White. Back to Weisner. Weisner drives right of the lane. Got the ball knocked free. Ball loose on the baseline. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch. By Zoe Curtis, and it will go back to the Lions. 3.25 remaining in this first game of our doubleheader. Again, full-court pressure put on by Earlham. And the Lions will break it as Chloe Jansen brings it across the timeline. Kicks it off to Haberthy. Haberthy to the line. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by McClendon. McClendon into the backcourt. She'll get it off to Weisner all the way to the hole. Threw it up. No, but a foul will be called 
on Mackenzie Markham. Mackenzie just didn't get back in time. Picks up her first, team's third. They're even at three apiece. 3.13 left to go, but Wisner was in the act of shooting, so she goes to line right, where she was just there a few seconds ago. She's one for two, now make it two for three as she hit the front end. Four points in the ballgame for the senior, who had 18 back on December the 7th. Second one is up, and that one around the rim crawls. Off rebound, Dalton tipped it right into the hands of Tennant. Tennant will dribble it out of a crowd off to McClendon on the right wing to White. White's going to drive inside, lay it up. Nope. Rebound Curtis, right back up. No again. Rebound battled for and taken down by Carly Dalton. Dalton clears it off into the backcourt to Chloe Jansen, and she'll bring it up with the one-point lead, 7-6. to six. Bounce pass left of the circle. It goes to Scott. Scott looking back door, stops, picks up the dribble, gets it off to Haberthy on the right baseline, and she was fouled on the way to the bucket, and that is going to be on Erland's Cameron White, much to the chagrin of the Quaker fans and their head coach, Shauna Watson. Checking in now, Rachel Moody for the Lions, and also Jaleel Fair-Harris as Dalton will leave, and so will Mackenzie Markham. So going line left is Maddie Haberthy. And she puts that one up, and it is good. Haberthy now with four in the ballgame. Makes it eight to six. Second one by Maddie from line left is up, and that one is good also. Maddie with five in the ballgame. Makes it nine to six. Kayla Bowling back into the ballgame four. Erlem bringing it up is Tennant on the right-hand side. And it goes back to McClendon. McClendon drives left of the lane, threw it up in the left hand, spun it around the rim, no good, and the rebound, Chloe Jansen. Jansen will bring it up from right to left, two and a half remaining in the quarter. Jansen, crossover dribble, bounce pass left of the lane to Scott, back to Jansen, brings it out to the left wing, down to the baseline, spins into the lane, threw up a right-hand hook shot, no good. Got her own rebound, one step, up and in. Jansen with five in the ball game. She's got three rebounds, one offensive, and the Lions lead it 11 to six. On the right hand side, Cameron White. Now to McClendon. She'll drive the lane, throw up a left hand floater. Got it from five. McClendon on a nice move to the bucket. She's got two. It's 11 to eight. Lions lead it against the one two one one full court pressure of the Quakers. And Jansen will bring it across into the front court. Jansen spins it over to Haberthy, who will dribble it between the circles. Between the legs dribble. Maddie gets it left of the lane to Haley Scott. Picks the ball up and gets it on the right-hand side to Jaleel Fair-Harris. Harris with it. Left of the circle. And it goes to Haberthy. Now top of the key to Fair-Harris. She'll drive the lane. Lay it up with the right hand. Good. Fair-Harris got the step. She's got two. 13-8. Lions lead it by five. Into the front court come the Quakers. And they get the basketball off. To Kayla Bowling. Bowling back off to White. White over to Tennant. Left wing. Left of the circle to Zoe Curtis. Triple team. Tried to feed it underneath. Knocked away and stolen away by Haley Scott. And then reaching in and tying up Scott is Kayla Bowling. And it will be a jump ball. And it will go back to Earlham underneath their own bucket. So Trenshaw will check back in now for Earlham as they are really substituting effectively here in this first quarter trying to wear down the Lions as Shauna Watson knows the Lions are not very deep on the bench today. With the basketball out front is Trenshaw. Gets it over on the left wing, putting it up and in is Kayla Bowling from three. 
Bowling's got her first three, and it's 13-11. to 11. Harris into the front court. Lions with the two-point lead in the ball. Haberthy left of the front court. It goes to Fair Harris. Harris with it. Around a dribble by Scott to the free throw line. To the line. Spin into the lane, and she walked with the basketball. That's the third turnover of the ball game against the Lions. 46 and a half seconds to go in this first quarter. Bringing it up into the front court is Kayla Bowling. Bowling to McClendon. Right of the circle for three. No good. Rebound chased in the baseline. Saved on the baseline by Cameron White in the corner. White spins. Got the ball knocked free by Rachel Moody and out of bounds. So it will stay with Erlen with 16 on the shot clock. 31.7 left to go on the game clock here in this first quarter of play. Putting it in play. Trenshaw. Trenshaw got the ball knocked free into the backcourt. Trey chasing it down is Trenshaw trying to get it on the back baseline. Doesn't and she's going to have it taken away by Harris. And what do we have? A jump ball or a foul? It's going to be a jump ball. Not a very definitive call. by. We've got three officials, two women, one male. And it was not a very good definitive call made by the official. And now they will reset the shot clock to 20 as there is 22 on the game clock. Exactly. And now they're going to say no. It will not be reset to 20. It will stay no shot clock. 22 seconds to go on the first quarter game clock. Putting it in play. Scott inbounds the basketball to Haberthy. Out near the timeline and the Lions are going to set it up and take the last shot of the quarter. They lead it by 2, 13 to 11. Around a pick. Haberthy all the way to the hole. Lays it up with the left hand. No good. Rebound knocked free on the baseline. Picked up on the play by White. White into the front court. White with it. And what do we have? She stepped on the sideline and out of bounds. It will go back to the Lions at three-quarter court right here in front of us with 3.7 to go in this first quarter. Harris will put the ball in play. Harris looking, looking, trying to get the ball to Haberthy. Can't find anyone. Now does get it to Haberthy. Haberthy is going to throw it up at the gun. Got it in at the buzzer! And she banked it in from three. Haberthy just got, took the bump and then banked it in off the glass. And at the end of the first quarter of play, here from Earlham, your score. Mount St. Joseph 16, the Quakers 11 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. As we open up the second quarter of play, Lions on top of it after that three-pointer by Maddie Haberthy from near midcourt, 16-11, and Earlham has the basketball. Earlham with it. 
Gets it on the left-hand side to Weisner. Put up the shot. No good. Rebound knocked out of bounds, and it will go back to the Lions underneath. 9.40 to go. Toby Kerrigan will be our guest at halftime of this girls game. 16-11, to 11, Lions lead it. Jansen on the floor with Haberthy. You may see Haberthy go the entire distance here this afternoon. And maybe Jansen. Jansen brings it across the timeline to the top of the key. Hands it off to Haberthy left wing. That's how important this game is. Huff has it. Right elbow. Bobbled it. Got it back off to Tara Harris on the right sideline. Takes a jab step a la Kobe. And now takes it off the right lane. She's going to take it all the way to the bucket. Tried to feed it off to Huff. It went through her hands and picked off the floor by McClendon. Fourth turnover of the ball game unofficially against the Lions. Into the front court tenant for Irwin. Tennant gets it to McClendon on the right side to Bowling. Bowling dribbles top of the key, back over to Tennant, left wing. Tennant dumps it off underneath, knocked free, stolen away by Haley Scott. Scott will get it off to Jansen into the front court. Jansen to the right side of the front court. Now to the top of the key with a left-hand dribble. Tried to feed back door to Haberthy, but that was covered up well by Erlem. Jansen, right elbow to Huff. Huff hands it off to Harris. Back on the right wing to Scott. Scott dribbles up top of the circle around a pick by Huff. Stops with the left elbow. Left wing Haberthy. Haberthy stops, pops the three-pointer left of the circle. No good, and the rebound comes down to McClendon. She's got four this afternoon. McClendon brings it across the timeline for Erlem. On the left side to Tennant. Now back to McClendon. Right wing, it goes to Bowling. Bowling now dribbles top of the key. On the left wing to Tennant. Outside the three-point arc. Inside the key to McClendon. McClendon hands it off to Weisner. Top side. Now back to McClendon. Looking underneath. Erlem trying to spread the defense here. They get it off on the right side to Bowling. She dribbled it off her knee and out of bounds. Back to the Lions. Rachel Moody back into the ballgame for Mount St. Joseph. And also checking into the contest will be Neely Trenshaw again for Erlem. Dan Benjamin's going to have to be very judicious as to how he substitutes this afternoon. Bringing it across into the front court will be Chloe Jansen. That's why I said you may see Jansen and Haberthy play the entire game. Underneath Huff on the baseline. Gets it back out to the left wing to Haberthy. To Scott down in the left corner for the three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant. In the backcourt. We'll bring it into the front court, hounded by Harris. Tried to feed it on the left-hand side to Trenshaw. Went right through her hands and out of bounds. Turnover's even at four apiece now, unofficially. We told you the stat machine is not working up here. 7.42 left to go in the first half. 16-11. to 11. Lions lead it by five. That's where it was at the end of the first quarter. Jansen will bring it across the timeline. Jansen. Being guarded by Trenshaw. She'll dribble top of the key with the left hand to the lane. Back over in the left wing to Markham, who just shot the three. Just checked into the ball game. No good. And Trenshaw takes the rebound down. Trenshaw in the backcourt. Off to Tennant. Into the front court. Tennant with the basketball. Between the circles to McClendon. Right wing Weisner drives around McClendon. Put it up on the rim. Nope. But a foul is going to be called on the mount. And the foul will be against Aaliyah Huff. That is her first. And the first against the Lions as a team. 7-13 to go in the first half. Line right, Amy Weisner. Weisner with four points in the ballgame. Two of three from the stripe today. Put it up and in. She has got five on senior day. One of the five seniors playing their final home game this afternoon for Irwin. And she gets the second one. Weisner with six, and it's 16-13, Lions by three. Again, that one-two-one-one full-court pressure. Jansen will dribble it up 
in the backcourt, across the timeline into the front court, guarded by Trenshaw. She'll kick it over on the left sideline to Markham, who will dribble between the circles. Now over on the right side, trying to get a pass underneath to Maddie Haberthy. Ball knocked free, picked up by Scott, though. Left of the circle to Jansen for the three, missed everything. Ball loose on the baseline, picked up by McClendon. McClendon will bring it up on the run up the left-hand side in front of the Mount bench. Top of the key to Weisner, pump fake, dribbles to the free throw line. 12-foot runner, got it. Weisner with eight in the ballgame. She leads the team in scoring, and it's a one-point Lion lead. They have gone scoreless for the first three and a half of this second quarter. With it is Haberty. Back out to Huff. Huff top of the circle. Dishes it off to Jansen. And Jansen will reset the offense for the Lions. Jansen, 10 on the shot clock. Back to Huff. Right of the lane. Put the shot up. Blocked out of the air by McClendon. Pulled down by Tennant. Up the floor. Knocked free. Stolen away by Aaliyah Huff. Gets it up the floor on the run to Jansen. All the way to the hole. Reverse lamp with the left hand. Good. Boy, what a turn of events for the Lions. Jansen came away with her seventh point, and the Lions lead it again by three at 18-15. On the right wing to Trenshaw. Trenshaw kicks it off to Wisner. Left wing the circle. For the three. Got it. And we are tied. Wisner with 11, and we're knotted up at 18 here in Earlham with 5.35 to go in the first half. Again, that full-court pressure put on by Erland. And Jansen is just going to walk it across the timeline into the front court, guarded by Trenshaw. Jansen, crossover dribble. Bounce pass to Huff, right elbow. Huff, right side of the lane. Back out front to Haberthy. 14 on the shot clock. Haberthy with the basketball. With it on the left-hand side with the right-hand dribble. 5.15 to go. 7 on the shot clock. Haberthy around a pick by Huff. Stops right elbow. Top of the key, Jansen. Jansen spins into the lane. And the shot clock will expire as Jansen didn't realize what was left on it. Turnovers even at 5 apiece now on each ball club. 5.08 remaining to go in this first half of action. And we're knotted up at 18. Maggie Schoolfield into the ballgame now for the Lions. Chloe Jansen is going to get a breather. And so is Maddie Haberthy as Carly Dalton is into the ballgame for the Lions. So the Lions are going to go without their two leading scorers here for a short amount of time, I would anticipate, here in the second quarter. With it is Wisner off the tenant. Tennant gets it back out top of the circle to White. Now back to Wisner, right of the lane, Curtis. Kicks it off into the right baseline for the shot from 18. No good. And the rebound taken down by Moody. That's her first rebound of the afternoon. And she gets it off to Mackenzie Markham. Four and a half, 435 remaining to go in this first half. And a touch foul out front is going to be called on Tennant. That is her first, team's first, and now the media timeout. 4.36 left to go in this first half. Your score from Earlham. It's the Quakers 18 and the Lions 18 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Miniman Staffing in Cincinnati has been helping companies large and small meet their production challenges for over 35 years. What makes Minutemen Staffing different? The people. Minutemen Staffing has learned never to take a customer for granted. We feel a sense of honor and humility, giving you an opportunity to work. Learn what sets us apart from the other staffing agencies. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today, 579-0010. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? 
Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. This just game one of our doubleheader this afternoon. Men's game will get underway about 3 o'clock today. Jaleel Fair-Harris, after that media timeout, will bring it across the timeline into the front court. We're knotted up at 18. Lobs a pass into Huck. Kicks it off into the right corner to Markham. Markham back out front to Harris. Harris with it. Right of the circle. Now dribbles top of the key off the hop. Right elbow from 14. Spun it in and out. No good. And the rebound taken down by Earlham. They get it into the front court. Two tenant on the right-hand side. Top of the key. It'll go to Newhart, rattle it in and out, no good, and the rebound taken down underneath by Earlham, and that's Cameron White. White gets it off to Wisner, left corner. Wisner looking for the first lead of the day for Earlham. Gets it on the right side to Tennant, now back to White. White around a pick set by Curtis, top of the key to Tennant, left wing Wisner. Wisner left of the lane from 12, missed it, front iron off the rim, and the rebound taken down by Maggie Schoolfield. Schoolfield gets it up the front, into the front court to Harris. Harris looking down low, gets it on the right side to Schoolfield. Schoolfield sideline right, and now between the circles to Harris. Harris with it, tied at 18, spins into the lane, kicks it off into the left corner to Markham. Markham left wing to the left of the lane, now dribbles it back out front, and a three-second violation will be called underneath on Aaliyah Huff. We rarely see that called unless they pitch a tent inside the key anymore. Huff will leave the ball game, and Chloe Jansen is going to come back in. Jansen got about a five-minute break and about a minute on the scoreboard. With the basketball top of the key, Newhart on the right-hand side. It goes to White, feeds it left wing to Weisner. Underneath pass to Curtis. Curtis, triple team, back over to Weisner. Free throw line jumper, got it. Weisner's got 13 in the ball game, and it's a 20-18 to Earlham lead, their first lead of the afternoon. Jansen in the backcourt, brings it into the front court. Jansen between the circles, gets a bounce pass to Dalton, right elbow playing the post position on this possession. Gets it back to Markham, right side Harris. Harris back to Markham, top of the key. Markham with the left-hand dribble, bounce pass to Jansen, left baseline, left of the lane, back out to Markham, left wing for the three, hit the back iron, nope, and the rebound taken down by Newhart. Newhart clears it up the floor into the front court. Gets it back over, top of the key. Newhart's going to drive left of the lane all the way to the hole. Put up the shot. Blocked by Dalton. Pulled out of the air by Maggie Schoolfield. Great play by Dalton defensively to come over from the weak side. Getting it up the floor is Jansen. On the right side to Mackenzie Markham. Now back out front to Schoolfield. Schoolfield with the basketball. Back over to Markham. Markham left of the lane to Dalton. Dalton hands it off to Markham. Kicks it over on the left sideline to Harris, who will dribble to the free throw line, right of the lane, spins into the lane, throws it up off glass rim, and it will hang there, won't go, and going over the top is Harris for the foul. Boy, that thing was tantalizingly hanging there, and Harris could not help herself to try to go up and grab that rebound off the miss. Maggie, or excuse me, Maddie Haberthy back into the ball game now for the Lions, and Harris will leave as she picked up her first foul. And that is the second foul against the Lions here in the second quarter. White top of the circle to Wisner, leading it by two. Gets it off to Curtis. Curtis lost the handle, picked off the floor by Dalton. Dalton's going to take it all the way to the hole, throws it up off the glass rim, and in, and she is fouled on the way to the bucket. 
Dalton ties the ball game, taking it to the hoop. She's got her first two of the contest. And she'll go to the line trying to give the Lions the lead here as she has knotted it up at 20 apiece. Haley Scott's going to come in for Dalton after she shoots his free throw. 143 left to go in the first half. We are knotted up at 20 and Dalton goes line left. Trying to complete the three-point play. Hit it off the side iron, no good. And the rebound taken down by Newhart. Newhart gets it up the floor to Wisner. Wisner left wing. Back to Newhart, top of the key. Swings it on the right-hand side. To White. She's going to put it up from 17. Straight away, no good. Curtis got the offensive rebound. And back up, no. Rebound knocked free. And it's taken down by Tennant. Tennant gets it back out front. And she'll reset the offense. Newhart gets it over to Wisner. Dribbles around Schoolfield all the way. Dribbled right in to Dalton. And Dalton fouled her on the way to the bucket. On Carly, that will be her first. And the third against the Lions as a team. 118. We said rebounding was going to be a key to this afternoon's ball game, And so far, that's what it has been in this first half. Now we see that the stats are working. The Lions are being out-rebounded by seven, but they have given up eight rebounds offensively to Earlham. Going line right, Wisner put up the first one, and it is no good. She had hit four in a row, tries to split the pair and give Earlham the lead again, and she does. Wisner with 14 in the ballgame, 21-20, Earlham with the lead, with a minute 18 to go. Jansen will put the basketball in play. Does to Markham in the backcourt. And Markham is going to go ahead and bring it across the timeline. Markham into the front court On the left-hand side to Jansen. Jansen clears it off. She's going to drive the lane. Kick it off on the left-hand side to Markham. Markham spins into the lane. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Erlem. Ball loose. Picked up. And a timeout is going to be taken by Shauna Watson as Erlem gained possession of the basketball. A minute one to go in the ball game. It'll be a 30. Your score from Erlem. It's the Quakers 21, the Lions 20 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. 101 left to go in the first half of action. 21-20. Earlham with a one-point lead. And after that timeout taken by Shauna Watson, they'll have the basketball at three-quarter court. Then a back-and-forth affair. Earlham just with their second lead of the afternoon. With the basketball now is White. And a moving pick is going to be called on Camby Poole. Poole with the moving pick. She gets called for the foul. And she'll immediately leave and coming back in is McClendon. So Poole picks up her second personal foul. Lions will put it in play against the full court pressure. And they inbound the basketball to Scott. And it's knocked free and out of bounds by Crodell. And it will stay with the Lions. They'll just move it to the left about five feet. And Jansen will again put it in play deep into the backcourt to Haberthy. And she'll bring it up guarded by Weisner. With the basketball, Haberthy between the circles. We're under a minute to go, 45 seconds to go in the half. Haberthy down by a point. She's going to drive the lane, lay it up with the left hand. No, but she's fouled on the drive. And she'll go to the line, shooting two. 21-20. 
That is the first against Wisner and the second against Earlham as a team. Check out, that's their third, excuse me. Haberthy line left with seven points. And she puts up the front end, up and in. She's got eight, ties the ball game. She's hit five in a row here this afternoon from the line. We're tied up for the fourth time this afternoon. Second one by Haberthy, up and in. She has got nine, five of... Make it six of six from the strike with that three-pointer at the end of the first quarter, and the Lions lead it by a point. With it is Wiser, dribbles left elbow, gets it off to White. White outside the three-point arc, looking for a pick from McClendon, gets it, dribbles top side, back over to Wisner, to the free throw line to McClendon. McClendon, one dribble, stops, pops it from 15 off the glass, side iron, no good. Rebound knocked out front, taken down by Haberthy with 15 seconds. She's going to drive all the way to the hole, lay it up, nope, and the rebound taken down and a foul over the top will be called against Haley Scott as she came down over the top of McClendon. On Scott, that is her second person. Checking into the ballgame, Kayla Bowling now, the 5'5 junior with three points in the contest, and checking out is going to be Cameron White. Aaliyah Huff is going to come back in also for Haley Scott as she picked up that second foul. Nine seconds to go, bringing it across into the front court is Bowling. Bowling top of the key. Five seconds to go. Left of the lane. Out to McClendon. Top of the key for the three. Got it! At the buzzer. So McClendon hit the three right out front. She's got five. And as we head in to the intermission here at halftime, your score, it's now Earlham 24, Mount St. Joseph 22 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed with integrity and zero judgment at Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. At Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers, we utilize ink analytics, our plastic surgeon-developed diagnostics. Our exclusive ink analytics system lets us measure your tattoo against more than 60,000 treatments completed by our team. Reviewing over 40 unique factors about your skin and tattoo, Ink Analytics is able to predict the number of treatments you'll need to remove your ink, taking the guesswork out of tattoo removal. Because we're so confident in Ink Analytics, we guarantee our results, which means if your ink is gone before eight treatments, we will prorate and give you money back. And if your ink is not gone in eight treatments, we'll continue to treat you at no cost for up to a year. That's the Invisible Ink Guarantee. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling them at 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. You're listening to Mount St. Joseph University Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're at halftime of today's game, so it's time for the Minutemen Halftime Report. Minutemen Staffing, located at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield. We'll go back to the floor for the staff story and interviews for today's game after this from Minutemen Staffing. 
With us now, head coach Toby Kerrigan of the men's basketball team, which is going to get underway here in just a few minutes. Toby, let's go back to Wednesday night. Boy, I'll tell you what, the defense that you guys played against Transylvania in that win was smothering, I called it at one point in time. How would you feel about it? Yeah, I thought our guys did a really good job inside on the post guys, and, and we slowed Michael Jefferson down as much as you can. Um, and we took the three away from him again. I think they ended up being two for 16 maybe from three. So um, that's what, that was what we were trying to do, and the guys did a good job uh, executing the game plan. You know, is that the longest stretch that you feel that the team has played good defense all season long? Probably so. Yeah, probably so. It was it was, and and guys made some plays. Whether it was rebounding the ball, getting a loose ball, making shots, making the right pass, um, collectively for the for the 40 minutes. It was one of those ball games that the longer you stayed in, the more the kids felt like they had an opportunity to win it, didn't they? Yeah, and then you know, and we knew Trancy would make a run, and they tied it up at, at 53, and uh, the guys stayed poised and and made some plays and and pushed the lead back out a little bit, you know, once once they caught up. So uh, that was good to see. Yeah, it was actually the first time I felt. How did you feel about it that the team was able to close it out? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's all. that's been a problem for us all year. Um, you know, maybe playing 30 minutes, 35 minutes, but a five-minute stretch really hurts us. And um, although, like I said, you know, Trancy came back and made a run, we were able to withstand it and, and then uh, get back up and get the lead again. Mathematically, you're still in the hunt for a playoff berth. Do you even think about that at all? Uh, not a whole lot. We're just trying to do, you know, the next game. The old, you know, coach speak, you know, play the next game. It's the most important one. So uh, that's that's all we've we've really talked about was was trying to take care of business here today. Chaney Zolman for Earlham. He really busted loose with 14 points against us in the first ball game. Is he somebody that you're concerned about this afternoon? He is hotter than a firecracker right now. I think he's made 14 of his last 24 threes. So like he's he's making shots. Um, and of course, number 10 had uh, he was six for seven from three uh, when they beat Hanover here. So they're really shooting it in. So again, like we've been doing the last couple games, we've really got to take the three away today. You know, their coach, Joe Shewers, he came down here from, I think it was Minnesota or Wisconsin, one of the other two, that that uh, he really had a great program going on here, and he's starting to implement his system into this program. Yeah, he was a long-time assistant here uh, before he left and took a head coaching job. I think it was somewhere actually out east. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it was out east. But, uh, yeah, obviously he had the opportunity to come back, uh, and he did. He's doing a great job. I mean, they won at Trancy. They swept Hanover this year like They've got some. They've got some big wins, and 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 they've got a lot of talent out there on the floor. You know, not only are we mathematically in, but technically they're mathematically in, so it makes this game this afternoon a big one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody's still trying to scratch and claw their way into the tournament. So, uh, yeah, every, every, everyone's a big one, and of course. The next one's the biggest one, right? So, <laughs> and we've talked about it all year. I mean, this thing anybody could get into the tournament and probably win it. Uh, this year in this league, yeah, that you're probably right. For sure. I mean, everybody's beating everybody. So it's, it's, it's up in the air like it normally is. What do you remember a lot about the, the first game back on December 7th? It was a big win for Mount, but what do you remember most about that ball game, Toby? We were pretty good defensively. I mean, we just, we did a good job guarding our ball screen continuity and, and we were there when guys caught it and didn't let them catch and, and, and make a lot of threes. And we were pretty efficient offensively. So, you know, Obviously, if you can combine pretty good defense and making some shots, you know, you got a chance. And we, we, we did both of those things uh, that, that Saturday, so we, we were pretty good. 
Thanks a lot for joining us. Good luck today. Thank you. Toby Kerrigan, our guest here before the ball game. We'll be back with more after this. Minutemen Staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out. In most cases, on a temporary to permanent work assignment. Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen Staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Well, as you look at the stats for this halftime ball game where the Lions are right now 20, down 24 to 22 to the Ireland Quakers, Amy Weisner has really led the way. She's been a thorn in the side of the Lions throughout the two ball games that they have played this year. Weisner had 18 in the first game. She's got 14 here this afternoon. Trinity McClendon, well, she's got five thanks to that three-pointer at the end of the first half to give Earlham the lead here this afternoon, which was only their third lead of the ball game, and actually the first time this afternoon that the lead has changed hands. When you look at what's happened, boy, this thing has been tied up four times. The Mounts led it three times, and so has Erlen, but just one change of lead here in this ball game. Maddie Haberth is leading the way with nine points for the Mount. Chloe Jansen with seven, and then comes Harris, Dalton, and Scott each with two. Markham is scoreless in this first half. She's got to get herself going for the Lions to have a shot here, and so does Aaliyah Huff, who is scoreless in the first half. Huff also has not grabbed a rebound here this afternoon. We'll take a look at the team stats for this afternoon's contest when we come back after this. Minutemen staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out. In most cases, on a temporary to permanent work assignment. Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen Staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Well, in the first half of play, the Lions shot 7 of 24 for just 29%. They were 1 of 9 from three-point range, which is 11%, and 7 of 9 for 78% from the charity strike. That is what has kept them in this afternoon's ballgame. But on the other hand, Earlham is not shooting the basketball very well. They are just 7 of 25 from the field, 3 of 7 from three-point range for 43%. And they've hit 70% of their free throws on 7 of 10. 
The Lions have committed nine turnovers in the first half compared to just seven for Earlham in that first half of action. But the Lions have converted those turnovers into nine points while Earlham has only been able to convert six points off turnovers. But they are out-rebounding the Lions 22-15, to especially on the offensive boards where Earlham has grabbed eight compared to just four for the Lions here this afternoon. Bench points, that is where Earlham can really take advantage of this ballgame. They've got eight points off the bench here this afternoon compared to just two for the Lions here today because they are playing shorthanded without Cameron McCool. Inside the paint, though, the Lions are really beating up on Earlham. 12-6 to on points in the paint and second chance points. The Lions have got six to Earlham's one here this afternoon. We talked about the keys to the ball game. Well, here again we're going to talk about the keys to the ball game because the Lions needed to score over 60 points to win this ball game. But the way both teams are shooting, you may be able to adjust that to about 50 points today, maybe 55 for them to be able to win the ball game. And they've got to be able to rebound. And right now they are not doing it as they are being out-rebounded, as we told you, by 7, 22 to 15 in this first half of action. Your score at the end of one, well, it is Erland 24 and the Lions 22. I'm Dave Mitchell. The second half action is coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're listening to Mount St. Joseph University College Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're at halftime of today's game, and you've been listening to the Minutemen Halftime Report. Minutemen Staffing, located in Cincinnati at 6600 Dixie Highway. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said, you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Well, we may have a delay in getting the second half of action underway here from Erlen as... At the mount end of the floor, they've got some problems with the netting in the rim, and they have 
taken the stanchion, reduced it down, and the Lions are off to the sideline. Meanwhile, Earlham continues to warm up. So as they work on the bucket at the Lions' end of the floor, let's take a look at the scoreboard. First of all, in the Heartland Conference in women's basketball, Anderson right now is leading Franklin 31 to 29. Here's a big score. Rose Holman is beating Defiance 34 to 27. Defiance, one of the teams that is tied with the Mount for that fourth spot. Boy, if Rose could pull a big victory this afternoon, that's in the third quarter, three minutes to go in that one, and they lead it by seven. Now, this afternoon at three o'clock in women's basketball, Transylvania is at Manchester. You would think that the Pioneers would continue their unbeaten record in the Heartland in that one. And Hanover is at Bluffton. That's another game that Hanover has to win to keep pace with Transylvania. They're just a game behind the Pioneers in the Heartland Conference. Well, they've got the rim back up to 10 feet, supposedly, <laughs> and that, after they put the stanchion back up. So we'll get the second half underway here in just a few seconds. Lions huddled around head coach Dan Benjamin. Jansen is out on the floor along with Haley Scott, Jaleel Fair-Harris, Maddie Haberthy, and Aaliyah Huff. And coming out for Earlham to start the second half of action, it'll be Zoe Curtis, Amy Weisner, Kayla Bowling will start the second half. McClendon and Tennant. Lions will have the basketball to open up the second half. And they'll have it in midcourt. Jansen will put it in play against the full-court pressure. I should say half-court pressure. And she'll inbound it to Haberthy. Haberthy will bring it across and we're underway. Lions going from left to right across the computer screen. With it is Jansen. Jansen hounded by Bowling. Gets a bounce pass to Haberthy between the circles. Haberthy gets a pass on the left sideline to Haley Scott, now out top of the key to Haberthy, long three, top side hit the front iron, and the rebound taken down by Jansen, and she's going to be hacked by Tennant, and a foul will be called that'll be the second personal foul on Sia Tennant, that is her first and the, check it her second, and the team first shot clock resets to 20 Jansen will put it in play right of her own bucket inbound, tried to get it underneath the Haberthy, but Coming in from the weak side and knocking out of bounds is Wisner for Earlham. And the Lions will keep the basketball. Now this time on the left side of their own bucket, putting it in play on the baseline. And they will inbound it on the right sideline to Aaliyah Huff. Now back out front to Chloe Jansen. And she'll put it in on the left wing. Jansen with it. Crossover dribble all the way to the hole. Lay it up with the right hand. Good. Jansen with nine in the ball game, and we're tied up for the fifth time this afternoon at 24. Up the floor, Weisner got the ball knocked out of bounds by Chloe Jansen. Ball will stay with Earlham in front of their own bucket. Weisner will put it in play, does out front to Tennant, back over to Weisner, sideline right outside the three-point arc. Now to McClendon on the left wing, it goes to Kayla Bowling, right side Weisner. Weisner down into the right corner to the to Tennant. Tennant around a pick. Dribbles up top side, but Harris stays right on her defensively. Left of the lane, it goes to Zoe Curtis. Kicks it off to McClendon. Right baseline from 15. Rimmed it in and out. No good. And Aaliyah Huff grabbed her first rebound of the afternoon. She gets it up the floor to Jansen. Kicks it off into the left corner to Scott for three. Rimmed it in and out. No. Jansen got it back, though. Put her up. No. Jansen got it back again. Tried to dribble out of a crowd and got it stolen away by Tennant. Tennant will bring it the other way into the front court. Tennant 
on the left wing outside the three-point arc, looking down low. Gets the ball off to Bowling. Now feeds it to Curtis. Curtis left of the lane in against Harris. Up and under. Can't find anybody. Now back out to Bowling. Bowling into the lane. Throws it up. Partially blocked out of the air by Huff. Pulled down baseline right by Weisner from seven. Got it to go. Amy Weisner has got 16 in the ball game, and Earlham has regained the lead at 26-24, but Haberthy comes the other way. She'll take it all the way to the hole, lay it up and in, and we're tied again. 11 in the ball game for Maddie Haberthy, and we're knotted up at 26. Into the front court, McClendon hands the basketball off to Weisner topside on the left wing. It goes to Tennant. Tennant looks at the elbow, gets it off to Bowling, left baseline. Now back out to Curtis, back to Tennant. Now to Bowling, 15-footer off the rim, glassing in. Kayla Bowling has got five in the ballgame. Earlham has regained a two-point lead at 28-26, and they go back to that full-court pressure. Jansen will bring it across the timeline, into the front court, to the line, left side of the lane, get it back out front to Haberthy. Haberthy's going to drive all the way to the hole, throw it up, no good. Rebound saved on the baseline, but knocked out of bounds by Bowling. It will stay with the mount. Checking into the ballgame now for... Erlin is Cameron White, and leaving is Kayla Bowling. Jansen will put the ball in play right of her own bucket. Jansen inbounds the basketball and does to Haley Scott. Down into the right corner to Haberthy. Haberthy dribbles outside the arc. Now back out front to Fair Harris. Harris with 7.20 to go in this third quarter. Around a pick by Huff. Shut off by Curtis. Kicks it off to Jansen. Left wing partially blocked for the three. And the shot clock now check it. It's going to be a foul called underneath. Just as the shot clock was expiring away from the ball as the shot was in the air. And it's a foul on Zoe Curtis. That's her first as she knocked Aaliyah Huff to the floor. So the Lions will get the basketball back. 20 seconds on the shot clock, and Jansen, as they run a 1-4 low, will put it in play. Underneath her own bucket on the left side. She's going to inbound it out front to Haberthy. Went over her head into the backcourt. It's a rundown. Haberthy comes trying to get it, and a timeout is going to be taken. No, check that. We've got a change. The official initially said it went out of bounds on mount, and then she changed it, and is going to give it back to Earlham. So the turnover, 10th of the ball game against the Mount, gives it back to Earlham, and they have it underneath their own bucket, and they will inbound the basketball to Tennant. Right of the lane to Curtis. Curtis spins inside, and she got bumped and fouled. And that foul is going to be called against Harris. That is her second. That's the first against the Lions as a team with 7.04 to go in this third quarter. 28-26 28-26 Earlham. They have not had a bigger lead than two. And they are trying to do that here today with this possession. Putting it in play will be Tennant. Tennant right of her own bucket underneath. He's going to look things over. And now we'll lob it out front to the right wing to Weisner. Weisner with a left-hand dribble to the line. Got the ball knocked free and a foul is called against Harris. Harris looks at the official incredulously and still picked up the foul. That is going to be her third. Or check that. It's going to be against Haberthy. That foul was called against Maddie Haberthy. That is her first team second. So with the basketball, Erlem, they go right of the lane to Curtis. Curtis spotting up against Scott down into the right corner to Tennant. Now back to Curtis. Left wing to McClendon. Spots up for the 18-footer just inside the arc around the rim and in. 
McClendon has got seven. Erlen with their biggest lead of the day at four. Again, full court pressure. 30 to 26 Erlen. In the backcourt is Jansen. Gets it right of the lane to Huff. Huff spins, dribbles out. Now gets it back over on the left-hand side to Jansen. And she'll reset the offense. 13 on the shot clock. Jansen. Left sideline around a pick by Huff. Top of the key to the free throw line to the right of the lane. Throws up a shot. No save by Huff. Tried to throw it back to Haberthy. It's intercepted by Tennant. Tennant will get it up the floor. Lions are showing a lot of fatigue right now. Right baseline Wiser for the two. No good. Rebound. Huff got pushed. No call. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant dribbles out of a crowd. Gets it back off top of the key to McClendon. Now down to White. All the way to the hole. Lay it up. No. And a foul is going to be called against the mount. And I believe that's going to be on Aaliyah Huff. Boy, Dan Benjamin has got to be careful here because the Lions are showing some fatigue. And he's still got timeouts remaining in that media timeout coming, but they are tired. Harris is going to come out, mark him in. Huff will leave. And Rachel Moody in. That was the second foul against Huff. So going line left for Earlham is Cameron White shooting 72% from the stripe. Missed that one. White scoreless this afternoon. 5.52 remaining to go in this third quarter. Second one by White, line left. That one short. Rebound taken off the floor. Jansen lost the handle. Picked up, though, by Earlham. And a foul. No, it's going to be a jump ball as Tennant came in and ended up tying up Jansen. So the Quakers will get it. Newhart back into the ball game. For Zoe Curtis for Earlham. Weisner will put the ball in play left of her own bucket on the baseline. And now the officials confer. Now walk away from each other. And the Lions go back to their defensive postures. Weisner looking. Lobs it into McClendon. Top of the key to the right of the lane. All the way to the hole. Put it up. Partially blocked. Pulled out of the air by Newhart though. Put it right back up in here. Rosie Newhart. Her first two. And it's a six point Earlham lead. Into the front court comes Jansen. Jansen near the timeline. Hands it off to Haberthy. Boy, Erlem has done a great job against Maddie. Kicks it off into the left corner to Scott for the long three. Missed it again. Rebound Newhart. Clears it off the floor and gets it up the floor to Tennant. Into the front court on the left-hand side to Weisner. All the way to the hole. Lays it up and in. Boy, it's danger time for the Lions. Weisner with 18. And the Lions lead down by 8, 34-26. Left corner, knocked free and out of bounds. Wisner knocked it free. Boy, Dan Benjamin now says, I need to take the timeout. He wants the media timeout. But they're not going to give it to him with 5.06 left to go. He's going to continue play. Lions in danger territory right now, down by 8. Jansen, looking, looking. Trying to put the ball in play. Now gets it out between the circles to Rachel Moody. Boy, she just beat the five-second count. Moody hands it off to Jansen. Erlen right now can smell blood. They are playing tough man-to-man defense. Jansen around a pick by Scott to the top of the key. Left wing to Markham. Down into the left corner to Haberthy. She's going to drive all the way to the hole. Got hammered. No call. And it goes out of bounds. Back to Erlen. And now they will take the media timeout. 4.47 to go. 
in this third quarter. Your score from Erlen. It's the Quakers 34, Mount St. Joseph 26 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky, schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Erlen will have the basketball out on the back baseline, and they will inbound it to Tennant. She'll rush it into the front court after that timeout. 34-26. Lions are going to shift into a 2-3 zone. Tennant off to Wisner. Right of the lane, Newhart kicks it back out front to Bowling. Bowling left wing, three, no good. Rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen, boy, a lot of hammering is going on at that end of the floor and no calls. Up the floor it goes to Markham. Now back out front to Jansen. Sideline left in front of the Mount bench. Jansen crossover dribble, bounce pass to Haley Scott, right elbow, hands it off to Jansen, over on the left-hand side to Markham. Markham gets it back out front to Jansen. Between the legs dribble, 10 on the shot clock, all the way to the hole, lays it up. No, she got knocked to the floor, no call. And the ball is taken down by Tennant. Tennant gets it up the floor to Wisner on the left-hand side, kicks it off to McClendon. She walked, no call. McClendon got the ball knocked free, but it picked up by Newhart, right in the circle, put it up and in. Newhart has got four in the ball game, and the Lions find themselves down by 10, 36-26. They have not scored in the last four minutes of action. With it is Markham. Markham, crossover dribble to the left of the lane, all the way to the hole, scoop shot up. Nope, but a foul is going to be called finally on Kayla Bowling. Bowling will get hit with her third personal foul. And that's the third against Earlham. The Lions have driven to the hole several times in this third quarter to no avail. Markham is the first person that is going to go to the line trying to put the ball in the hole and she'll hit the free throw. McKenzie with her first point of the ball game. And it cuts it back to single digits again at 36-27. Second one, good again by Markham, 36-28. Moody's out of the ball game now. And Carly Dalton has checked back in. Erlen will put it in play, 336. Left to go in this third quarter. Sideline right. Bowling gets the ball off to Tennant. Tennant into the circle to McClendon. McClendon turns, hands it off to Wisner. Right corner to Cameron White for the three. Or in and out, no good. Newhart got the rebound, right back up, missed it again. Boy, a lot of stuff is going on underneath that they're not calling. A lot of over the backs that aren't being called. And the rebound taken down by the mount. Gets it off to Haberthy. Haberthy with it near the center circle. Maddie with it. Left-hand dribble. She's going to spread the offense. Now take it all the way to the hole. Lay it up. Nope. But she's fouled and will go to the line. Three minutes exactly left to go in this third quarter. 
Trenshaw will come into the ball game now for Earlham and leaving is Tennant. Line right, Haberthy. Haberthy, free throw, put it up short. And that is the first indication that you get when somebody is tired, when they start coming up short with their shot. And Haberthy has done that twice now. Maddie line right for the second one, puts that one up, got that one. She's got 12. And it's 36-29. Lions down by seven. The other way, Wisner. Wisner gets it off to McClendon. Dumps it off on the left-hand side to Newhart. Scoops it over to McClendon. McClendon on the right-hand side. Cameron White. Now to Wisner. Left wing. Wisner to the free-throw line. Spins to her right. Into the left corner to Trenshaw. Trenshaw into the lane. Put up a shot. Partially blocked. Ball loose on the floor. Picked off the floor by Carly Dalton. Gets it up the floor to Jansen. Jansen into the front court. Crossover dribble. Kind of stumbled and now stops between the circles. Dan Benjamin screaming for a foul, but no avail. Now Jansen kicks it back out to Haberthy. Left wing for the three. Barely touched anything. Rebound goes out of bounds, and a foul is going to be called. And it's going to be a foul called against Earlham, and that's on Cameron White. That is her first. And that's the 15th foul against Earlham, so it will send Carly Dalton to the line. Haley Scott is out, and Aaliyah Huff has come in. Dalton with two points, shooting 37% from the stripe on the year. She's 0 for 1 from the stripe. Put that one up. Hit the back iron, no good. 2.18 left to go in this third quarter. Lions down by seven. Dalton trying to make it six. Spins it. Shoots it. Got it. Dalton with three. Jaleel Fair-Harris back into the ball game. Mackenzie Markham will leave. Now the Lions are going to go 2-2-1 full court pressure. McClendon into the front court. Gets it up the floor into the front court to Wisner. Bounce pass underneath the Newhart. Threw up a high arcing shot. Missed everything. Rebound Dalton. Dalton clears it up the floor to Jansen. Jansen into the front court. Bounce pass. Tried to get it to Huff. Kicked away. Stolen away by McClendon. McClendon will bring it the other way. To the right of the circle. To the free throw line. Into the left corner to Cameron White. White now top of the key to Trenshaw on the right-hand side. Wisner back to White. White left of the circle with 17 on the shot clock. To the right elbow. On the right wing, it goes to Wisner. Top of the key, McClendon. McClendon dribbling in against McDalton. Lost the handle. Kicks it off on the left-hand side to Trenshaw. Goes right through the hands of White into the backcourt. And it'll be an over-and-back violation called against Earlham. That will be their 12th turnover of the ball game. Lions get the basketball out near the timeline. Now Poole is coming back in for Earlham and leaving will be McClendon. Boy, Shauna Watson has really done a lot of substituting and it looks like it's paying off in this third quarter. Jansen can't find anyone. Five second violation. Earlham knows that the Mount wants to get the ball to Maddie Haberthy on the inbounds and they are smothering her defensively. Timeout will be taken by Dan Benjamin. And I believe it's going to be a full timeout, and it will be. 1.33 left to go in the third quarter here from Earlham. Your score. It is Earlham 36, the Mount 30 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. 
At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, Anderson is doing their best to claw back into the tournament trail, as is Earlham. Anderson right now with a minute to go in the third quarter, leading Franklin 40-38. to And going on in defiance, Rose Hallman is beating defiance 41-32 with 425 left to go in the ballgame. Poole will put the ball in play in the backcourt to Trenchon. She'll bring it across into the frontcourt after that timeout by Dan Benjamin. With it on the right side is Wisner. Wisner with a minute 25 to go in the third quarter. Bounce past Newhart. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Maddie Haberthy. She'll bring it the other way. Haberthy top of the key. Right wing to Jaleel Fair-Harris. Looked underneath for Huff, but that was shut off. So Harris will dribble it over to the left side of the front court and reset the offense. Harris. On the left-hand side, lobs it underneath the huff into the left corner. It goes to Jansen for the three. No good. Rebound chased down into the corner by Poole. Boy, the Lions cannot buy a three this afternoon. Up the floor, ball taken away by Jansen. Jansen, it's a two-on-one fast break. Bounce pass to Haberthy, laid it up and in. Lions are going to have to do it defensively if they want to do it today. Maddie with 14. It's his four-point ball game. The other way comes... White, and White is going to be fouled on the way to the bucket by Aaliyah Huff. And Dan Benjamin is screaming for an illegal screen out front, which opened up White to the bucket. But no call, and going line left will be Cameron White. She is 0 for 2 from the strike. Make it 0 for 3. 40.9 seconds to go in the third quarter. Lions down by 4. Second one by White, line left. That one missed it again. Rebound, Jansen got knocked to the floor on the rebound. No call, but gets up dribbling, and she brings it into the front court. Gets it off to Harris. Harris between the circles with the right-hand dribble. Spins to her right. Looks around a pick by Huff. She'll take it all the way to the hole. Lay it up too hard off the front rim, and the rebound taken down by Poole. Poole in the backcourt, got the ball stolen away by Jansen as she anticipated it. Gets it off to Harris. Harris is going to drive the lane. She'll put it up in here. What a nifty move by Jaleel. And then the ball stolen by Harris on the inbounds. Into the left corner to Haberthy for three. Got it! And the Lions have taken the lead at the end of the third quarter. Your score at the end of three from Earlham on a flurry by the Lions. It's Mount 37. Earlham 36 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati has been helping companies large and small meet their production challenges for over 35 years. What makes Minutemen Staffing different? The people. Minutemen Staffing has learned never to take a customer for granted. We feel a sense of honor and humility giving you an opportunity to work. 
Learn what sets us apart from the other staffing agencies. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today, 579-0010. Well, the Lions found themselves down by 10, 36-26, four minutes to go in the third quarter, and they put on an 11-0 run, and they now lead at 37-36 on a flurry at the end of that third quarter. Heading into the final ten minutes of play, they lead it by a point. Harris with it off to Jansen as the Lions have the basketball to open the quarter. Jansen, free throw line, back to Huff, left of the lane, kicks it off to Haberthy. Haberthy in the lane, bounce pass to Huff, top of the key, Jansen, ten seconds to go in the shot clock and the Lions will reset the offense. Jansen with it, around a pick by Huff, she'll dribble left to side, underneath the Huff, Huff got hammered, no call, it goes out of bounds, back to Earlham. Wow! 9.31 left to go. Earlham against full court pressure put on by the Lions. Down by a point now in the backcourt. Tennant brings it into the front court. Top of the key on the left-hand side. It goes to Bowling. Now top side to McClendon. On the right-hand side to Weisner. She'll dribble up top side. Back to Tennant. Tennant looking down low. Gets it off to Bowling. Left side Curtis. Back to Bowling at the free throw line to Weisner. Right wing. Weisner cross court to the left wing to McClendon from 15. Around the rim. Nope. Rebound loose on the baseline. Taken away by Chloe Jansen. Gets it up to Florida Harris. Harris into the front court for the Lions. Harris kicks it off to Haberthy. Left corner. Haberthy's going to drive inside the lane. Hook pass right through the hands of Aaliyah Huff and out of bounds. And she goes down in a... Looked like she might have sprained her right ankle as she is down in a hump right on the right baseline as the trainer comes in to take a look at her. Huff down on the baseline for the Lions, and she is grabbing her right ankle, which is better news than the right knee. 8.54 left to go. And there is a timeout on the floor because of the injury to Aaliyah Huff. Boy, oh boy, what a flurry the Lions put on in that, the end of that third quarter of play. Huff is up now, and she is going to come off to the sideline with the help of the trainers. And now she's going to sit down. Looks like she is able to put a little weight on it, but the way it looks right now, they're going to take a look at it, and she may not be able to return. Carly Dalton is going to come in for Huff. So the Lions have Haberthy, Harris, Jansen, Dalton, and Haley Scott on the floor. McClendon's on the floor with Tennant, Wisner, Bowling, and Curtis. And Curtis has it in the front court against the full court pressure by the Lions. On the right-hand side is White. White gets it back out front. Or excuse me, Bowling gets it back out front to McClendon. Not a Wisner on the right side. Tenet down into the right corner to Bowling. Bowling gets a bounce pass to Curtis. Back to Bowling. Right wing three. Hit the front iron. No. Rebound chased down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen brings it up on the run for the Lions. She's going to take it all the way to the hole. Kick it off on the right side to Haberthy. Top of the key. Harris wanted to take the three and then walked away from it. Gets it off to Haberthy near the center circle. Back over to Scott. 8.15 to go in the ball game. A lot of time. Harris with it between the legs dribble out near the timeline. Harris with nine on the shot clock. Lost the handle and bounced it off of Bowling's foot and out of bounds. And the shot clock will be at six. 
So Jansen will put it in place. Six on the shot clock near the scorer's table. Jansen looking. Gets it to Haberthy. She'll drive the lane. Lay it up and in. Maddie with 21 in the ball game. It's 39-36. The Lions lead it. Into the front court. Tennant gets it off to Bowling to McClendon. McClendon with the top of the circle on the left-hand side, Wisner. Wisner now with the basketball, feeds it to Tennant, right of the lane to Curtis, spins to the baseline, put it up off the glass and in. Zoe Curtis with her first field goal of the ball game, her fourth point, and the Lions lead it by a point, 39-38. They get the ball up to Florida Haberthy on the run. She'll stop left wing, back out front to Jansen. Jansen now will set up the offense. Bounce pass to Scott. Lions really forcing the defense for Erlem to play them all over the half court. With it is Jansen. Charles Jansen, crossover dribble. Gets the handle now finally. Crossover dribble left of the lane. Picks it up. And a hand check foul is going to be called on Tennant. Tennant picks up the foul. That will be her third. And that is the first against either team here in this fourth quarter. And the official, for whatever reason, taking his time putting it in. And now Jansen will put the ball in play. Lobs it way out front near the timeline to Haberthy. Left elbow Scott, back to Haberthy. Haberthy pulls up from 15 right. We got it! Maddie has got 23 in the ball game. And it's a 41-38 game, Lions by three. McClendon, cross-court pass, gets it off to Wisner. Wisner dribbles in against Dalton, and a foul is called on Carly Dalton. Evidently an arm bar thrown by Dalton, but whatever, that is going to be her second personal foul and the first against the Lions as a team here in the fourth quarter. Wisner will put it in play, does to McClendon, back to Wisner. Wisner with it on the right-hand side. It goes to Bowling. She'll dribble down to the baseline. 14-footer won't go in the air. Rebound taken down by Jansen. Jansen starting to get a little more physical now. She brings it up the floor into the front court. She was being grabbed, and she just whipped the ball away from everybody. On the right baseline to Haberthy. Put up a shot off the side of the backboard. No good, and McClendon will bring it across. Uh, gets it up the floor to Wisner. Wisner dribbles in, and it's going to be an offensive foul on Wisner as she just bumped right into Jansen, and Jansen was outside the restricted circle, and the foul is going to be called on Wisner, her second. Nice defensive play by Chloe Jansen. She has come up big in this fourth quarter, both rebounding-wise and running the offense. 6.29 to go in the ballgame. Lions lead it by three. Again, full-court pressure put on by Erlem, and Jansen's going to take her time bringing it across. Jansen between the circles gets it off to Haley Scott. Now over to Haberthy. Bounce past Markham. Markham with it. Way out front on the right side to Haberthy. Haberthy with 12 on the shot clock. Dribbles around a pick into the left corner to Dalton for the three. Missed it. And the rebound is brought down by Kayla Bowling. She'll bring it the other way from right to left for Erlen. Bowling looking down low for Curtis. Tried to get it to her. It goes out of bounds. Last touched by Mount. And it will be Earlham's basketball with 20 on the shot clock. Maggie Schoolfield's going to come in, and Carly Dalton's going to get a breather. Boy, the job Schoolfield and Dalton have done over the last few games, though, for Dan Benjamin has been outstanding. Inbounds play. Goes to Tennant. Now to McClendon, around the horn to the right side to Bowling. Down by three is Earlham. They get it left of the lane to Curtis. Back out on the right wing to Bowling for three. Tied it up. Bowling has got eight. 
and she has tied the ball game up at 41. Jansen in the backcourt. Behind the back dribble, she'll bring it into the front court with five and a half remaining. Crossover dribble, line, lane, get it off in the left corner to, to Schoolfield. Now to Haberthy. Haberthy all the way to the hole, laid it up off the glass and rim. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Wisner. She'll lead the break. Two on two. Wisner spins it out to the wing. Now to McClendon. Right wing three by McClendon. Got it. McClendon has got ten in the ball game, and Earlham has taken the lead again by three. 44-41. Boy, this thing has been a game of streaks. Jansen will bring it the other way for the Lions. Top of the key to the line. Spins it back out to the left wing. Jansen now will reset the offense. Lions are trying to spread the floor. Jansen, guarded by Tennant. Jansen, top of the key, to the left elbow, into the lane. Puts the shot up. Got that knocked down. No call. Ball taken away by Erland. They get the ball up the floor. Two bowling, top of the key to McClendon, dribbles left of the lane, throws up a shot way off the mark, rebound out of it, knocked out of bounds, and Curtis got it, off left baseline to McClendon from 12, got it. McClendon has got 12 in the ball game, and it's a 46-41 Earlham lead. Bringing it into the front court will be Jansen. Jansen, Lions are really whipped right now, folks. With it is Scott, between the circles. Gets the ball to Haberthy. Now to Jansen. Four minutes to go in this ball game. With it is Marco. Kicks it off to Haberthy. Haberthy's going to shoot the long three. Missed it off the front iron. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant will bring it up the other way. Gets the ball to Bowling. Underneath the Curtis. Laid it up and in. And now the Lions will use a timeout. Curtis with six. Earlham leads it by seven. 3.49 to go in your ball game. It's now Earlham 48. The Lions 41 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative Pico Way laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, the Lions have been outscored in this fourth quarter 12-4. to And they are down on the scoreboard 48-41 to after taking a one-point lead here into the fourth quarter of play. And for Dan Benjamin, he will send out Maggie Schoolfield, Haley Scott, Chloe Jansen, Maddie Haberthy, and Mackenzie Markham. Rose Hallman is going to beat Defiance this afternoon, 45-38, 29 seconds to go in that ballgame. 3.47 left here, Lions down by seven, and Jansen, after that timeout by Bear, has it between the circles. Jansen, bounce pass right of the lane, gets it off to Scott, back to Jansen, now to Haberthy, behind the back dribble, Haberthy right wing, around a pick by Scott to the free throw line, and then she just threw the basketball away. So the Lions turn the basketball over at a most inopportune time, that's their 17th of the ball game. With it is McClendon at the free throw line. Backs it out front. Goes to Kayla Bowling on the right side. Tennant. Right of the lane to Curtis. Curtis backing in. Back outside. It goes to Bowling. Now 
between the circles to McClendon. Over to Bowling, left side. Bowling dribbles it on the right side, threw it over to Tennant, went right through her legs and out of bounds. That's 18 turnovers on Erlem. 3.08 remaining. 48-41. Lions down by seven. Inbounds pass made to Maggie Schoolfield. And Schoolfield was standing on the, on the timeline. That is not an over and back violation, folks. Schoolfield was standing on the timeline she had not established in the front court, handed the ball into the back court to Chloe Jansen, and the official came in and called an over and back. That is not an over and back violation. You have to establish both feet in the front court for it to be over and back, and she did not do that. With it on the left baseline, McClendon from five, no good. Rebound, Scott. Scott gets it off to Haberthy, so the Lions dodge a bullet. Haberthy into the front court. Behind the back dribble, kicked it away, but regains possession. Haberthy with 2.45 to go in the ball game. Gets it off to Jansen. Jansen's going to drive the lane. Got it into the left wing. To Haberthy, to the left elbow. Over to Scott, top of the key, three. Missed it off the back iron. The Lions just have not hit threes here today. Rebound taken down by McClendon. Up the floor, Wisner. Wisner tried to throw it to Curtis. Went over her head, taken away by Scott. Get it off to Jansen. Up the floor to Haberthy. All the way to the hole. Lays it up and in. And Haberthy got knocked to the floor and no call. She's got 25 in the ball game. Lions down by 5. 48-43. Now the Lions are going to go to a half-court trap. And Shauna Watson is going to use a timeout. 2-11 left to go in the ball game. Your score from Erlen. It is the Quakers 48, the Lions 43 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Two minutes, 11 seconds left to go in this ball game. This one, basically a tournament game for both of these teams. 48-43. Earlham, if they win here today, boy, it's going to throw this entire Heartland Women's Conference into a tizzy for those final three spots. With it is Tennant on the right-hand side. Right baseline into the corner to Wisner. Hands it off to Curtis. Back to Wisner at the right elbow. Left side to Bowling. Underneath pass to Curtis. Curtis put it up on some glass and in. Zoe Curtis has got eight. And it's now 50-43. to Earlham with the lead. Jansen in the front court. Jansen between the circles. Jansen on the left-hand side. Gets it off. Two, Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy dribbles right wing. Now off on the right-hand side to Schoolfield. Dribbles into the left corner to Markham. Now back out front to the left wing to Jansen. Lions got to do something in a hurry. Jansen takes him to the hole. Put it up. No. And the rebound taken down by Kayla Bowling. Bowling will get it up the right side with a minute 20 to go in the ballgame. Now Wisner right sideline. Gets it back out front to Tennant. Top of the key to McClendon. McClendon on the left wing. Goes to Bowling. Bowling now back over to Tennant on the right side. Right of the lane to Curtis. Curtis spins. Posts up. Trying to back in against Schoolfield. Put up the shot. No, and it was knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Schoolfield. And it will stay with Erlem with 12 on the shot clock. A minute five to go on the game clock. 50-43. to 43. 
Lions down by seven. Carly Dalton is going to check in for Dan Benjamin, and Schoolfield will leave. Putting it in play will be Bowley. Inbounds the ball to Tennant. Left wing, now top of the key, Wisner. On the right-hand side, it goes to Bowling. Bowling's going to drive the lane, lay it up and in. Bowling has got 10 in the ball game, and it's a nine-point Earlham lead. Habitley the other way, all the way to the hole. Threw up a shot, no and an off. Nope, they're going to call a blocking foul on Zoe Curtis. And Haberthy will go line right. Zoe Curtis with her just her second foul this afternoon. Rosie Newhart will check in, and Tennant will leave. So going line right will be Maddie Haberthy. She's got 25 here this afternoon, and she'll be shooting two with 49.3 left to go. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. 26 in the ball game for Maddie. And it's 52-44. Lions down by eight. Second one by Haberthy. Line right. Dips. Shoots. Got it again. And now Erlem is going to use a timeout. That's 27 in the ballgame for Haberthy. 49.3 left to go in this ballgame. And it is going to be a 30-second timeout. Taken by Shauna Watson. 49.3 seconds to go. Second game of our doubleheader coming up right after this one, about a half an hour after it, and that'll be the men's game. It is billed as trying to get out of last place for either one of those two ball clubs, Earlham and Mount St. Joseph, but for the Mount, it is very important to them because if they win out, we'll go into all the possibilities coming up on the pregame show. And Anderson loses out. The Lions could still make the postseason tournament. Hard to believe, but true. They are not mathematically eliminated. Wisner, after the timeout, will put the ball in play for Earlham. Lions are going to have to foul. Wisner in front of her own bench, looking, looking, inbounds the basketball, and it goes in the backcourt to Bowling, and Bowling is going to be fouled by Chloe Jansen. That is her second personal foul, and just the second against the Lions as a team, so they've got three more to go before they send Earlham to the line. Wiser in the backcourt, inbounds the basketball to Bowling. Bowling is going to be hacked by Haberthy, and that'll be the third. Maddie with her second personal foul, so now the Lions have to do that two more times. 42.6 seconds to go. Wisner again, inbounds it, and a foul again by Haberthy. So, that is her third. And now the next one will send Erlem to the line. They lead it by seven. 41 and a half seconds to go. Wisner will input it. And does to Curtis. And that's who you want to foul, and the Lions do. And that's Haberthy with the foul, I believe. And that's going to give her four. So Haberthy with her fourth personal foul. Lions now over the limit. And line left will go Zoe Curtis. 68% 68% from the stripe, although she is two for two for the day. She's got eight points. She'll go line left with 39.9 left to go. Curtis eyes it, shoots it, got it. Curtis with nine, and it's 53-45 Earlham. Second one by Curtis from line left. 
Dips, shoots, missed that one off the back iron. Rebound Haley Scott, gets it off to Jansen. Jansen into the front court for the Lions. Top of the key, behind the back dribble, all the way to the hole, laid it up, and an offensive foul. Oh, unbelievable. That is a flop, folks. That is the definition of a flop that they have called so prevalently early and all season long, and it's an offensive foul called against Jansen. Unbelievable. That's the way it's been all day. And Erlen is going to use a timeout, and we will also. 32.7 seconds left to go. Your score, Erlen 53. The Mount 45 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Wisner putting the ball in play, and she does. And it goes into the backcourt to Kyra Joseph. And now Joseph, who started the ball game as a senior, will go line left, shooting two shots. Rachel Moody will come into the ball game now for the Lions. 31.3 seconds to go. Boy, this Heartland Conference in both the men's and women's this year is just a jumbled mess. It's great, but, boy, it is just a mess. And Kyra Joseph... Hits the free throw. That's her first point of the ball game, and you can tell, boy, the student section loves it. Second one by Joseph from line left. Got them both. She's got two. Ten-point Earlham lead. Jaleel Fair-Harris will bring it into the front court to the top of the key on the right wing to Jansen. Jansen to the line, kicks it off on the left baseline to Scott for the three. Hit the back iron. It's been that way all day long from three. Rebound taken down by Kyra Joseph. She's hounded by Rachel Moody. Moody in the backcourt gets it off to Wisner. Wisner top of the key. Ten seconds to go. Back over on the right-hand side to Maddie Crodell. Crodell with it on the left side. She wanted to shoot the three. Gets it back to Crodell. Crodell is not going to shoot it, and that'll be your ball game. Your final score here this afternoon. Earlham, 55. Mount St. Joseph, 45 as the Lions record now falls to 7 and 16 overall and they are 6 and 10 in the Heartland Conference.